and welcome to the Joey Miller Podcast. I am Pastor Joey Miller from Champion Christian Center, and I am so excited that you're tuning in today because it's not just any day. Today is our Galentine's edition of the podcast, (laughs) and so it is Love Month, and I have just recorded some amazing podcasts with my amazing spouse that hopefully you've listened to. If not, go back and listen on love and relationships. But today is all about the girls. The Galentines. Galentines. (laughs) Galentines. I mean, what better way to celebrate Galentines than with some amazing women. And so today I've invited some amazing ladies from Elle Ministries to be a part of our discussion. We're going to be talking about love, relationships, Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, romance, all of the things. And so I've invited Courtney Weiss, who is newly married. If you haven't heard her testimony, you can go back on some of the blogs where she talked about a season of singleness, which the Lord has brought her out of. Praise Praise God. Praise God. Uh, And now she is newly married. And and then we we have another amazing guest, Christy Duff, and she is living the single life as a Christian mom. uh, And she is a business owner and she is just killing it. Um, But but, so we're so excited to have you ladies on the podcast today to talk about Valentine's Day through a Galentine lens so good so so let's just kick it off with some fun things about do you like valentine's day is it something that you love love this is where we differ because i'm not a huge fan of that like i still love it like we uh you know love the flowers whatever but i don't make a huge deal of it you're not like yeah i'm not there valentine's zilla where you're like valentine's zilla no like i'll be at school i'll be at cla on valentine's day you know but we'll make up for it yeah we'll do something else we just rescheduled it oh really you know what the Lord because I love Valentine's Day. Yes. And I was like, no, this is like a, a huge holiday. We got so things you around for it. The Lord is quick to answer. So, so there we go. So, so, so now I gotta make plans. Now, now I gotta make now it something you special. You need to make it intentional, okay, Valentine's so husband, Day. You're watching? Take notes. Got something coming. So, oh, so good. Now, speaking of Valentine's Day, do you have like a certain Valentine's expectation? Like, what is your picture perfect? I feel like as women, we're so good at setting this like romance. Like, <laughs> what would be your picture perfect Valentine's Day? Like, if Matt did something, you would just be like, oh. The thing for me is I like, it's the little things for me. I don't need grand. Mm-hmm. I don't need, but like, it's the thoughtfulness of like, I, I, I heard you talk about this one time. I remembered, I got it for you. Yeah. Or like mm-hmm. the little things like, yes. um, your favorite ice cream or whatever that Maybe is, the mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. lights me up. Like, I don't mm-hmm. need, you know, the it's bells the intention and behind it. Exactly. Like, you know me. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, some words of affirmation. Yeah. Some... Take some notes if you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> out there yeah. So, so good. What about you, Christy? What is your picture perfect Valentine's Day? Uh, oh, well, with my children, we just yeah. celebrate with hearts and that's great. And I love it. And they get so excited. But I love love. So I would have a full romantic like dinner and the whole nine if I were with someone. Like bring me the flowers. Bring me chocolate covered strawberries. Like do all of it because I want to celebrate love. The romance. Yes, the romance. Mm -hmm. So good. And Valentine's so fun with kids too. So fun. Mm -hmm. That's what I love. Like I... I'm not like a romantic, but like I like mm-hmm. celebrating it with our family. Yeah, and kids it and just brings things. it to life, and the yeah. kids get so excited celebrating love. And there is so much love in our families, right? It's yeah. to be celebrated. So mm-hmm. so good. Well, we've had many Valentine's Day 
uh, days. We've been married for almost 25 years. Yes, amazing. But one of the ones that sticks out the most is our very first Valentine's Day because, um, you know, you get married and you think, like, this is just going to be grand um, because you're dating and they're giving you the flowers and the gifts. (laughs) And, and, um, you know, we were young when we dated. And so uh, finding out that most of, and this isn't a dig because my husband, he's amazing. He just knows me so well now. (laughs) But in that season when we were teenagers, like, I thought he was just a romantic. Well, his mother was the romantic. Oh, the truth comes out. She was the one that kind of set him up for the win. You know, that's good, though. You know? Train him up. Yeah. But the first Valentine's Day, I was like, what are you going to do this year? Yeah. You know, that we're married. Expectations high. <laughs> so uh, we were broke is a joke. And um, we had no money. But, yeah. you know, in your mind, you think, oh, you're just going to pull this thing off. And mm-hmm. so um, I remember I had a decision to make. I could either pout and be, like, disappointed. Right. Like, this is our first. And we didn't even have Instagram back then. I sure. can only imagine the oh. The comparison yes, today. The monster yes. I would have been if, like, I was like, <laughs> look at what they're doing. They're in Europe for Valentine's Day. Right, but, you know, right. Um, but, but, you know, I, I was like, you know what? We're just going to have fun with this. So I cooked a dinner, and we had we lived in an apartment in the middle of a really bad area of town. Now, when I say a bad area, like, we would lay in bed, and our apartment next Shots to us would fired. be raided. Like, the whole oh, squad oh my team God. would be like, crawling mm-hmm. up, like, going in. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I was like, we're going to set up this little terrace. It overlooks the pool we lived in Florida so when I say pool think loosely like pool you know and uh, so I I did a tablecloth and I lit a candle and I made a dinner like pasta which is cheap right yeah yeah. Yeah. and I put a sign up like welcome to the terrace and so we exchanged our favorite candy and to this day like we've celebrated so many Valentine's Days but like that is the one that sticks out to me the most and it's when we had really the least yeah and so it's just um, you two yeah it embodies so, so much love yeah by yes. you doing that intentionality yeah mm-hmm. creativity but yes mm-hmm. yeah. yes but there's so many myths that uh kind of settle around love and romance and relationships and and so we're gonna bust some of those myths let's go today. we're gonna talk <laughs> about excited. some of these things and i want to hear your perspective and i'm sure the listeners want to hear your perspective um coming from newly married coming from um, you know, a, a relationship that maybe failed in the past, mm-hmm. but yet now you're single and and restored and ready for love again. Yes. So, so let's let's just bust some of these love let's myths. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. together. So the first love myth that I want to talk about, and you all have some that yes. you're going to bring to the table too, is that once I find that special someone, I'll be happy. Mm. Mm. No, ma'am. No. <laughs> I agree. That's a hard no. Yes. yes. That is a hard no. A hard no. Now. Uh, you were single, Courtney, yeah. before Matt came through the doors yes. of the chalice a little bit, uh, just a couple minutes of that testimony yeah. of how that happened. Yeah, so I um, I came to know the Lord in 2018, and then I'm on this journey where I'm finding myself in Him. I'm finding love in the Lord. How old were you at, so, at that point? So, uh, 23. Okay. Um, and so I, and, and prior to that, I based my value in relationships with men or even friendships. Like I just placed my value in people. And so the Lord had to totally work that out of me where I um, just look to to fall in love with him and be complete mm-hmm. in the Lord and find happiness in him yeah. and pursue mm-hmm. him. And, um, and so I'm on this three year journey. Um, now was it during that three years, was it always your desire to find your spouse? Like were you in the back of your mind waiting for that special someone? To- I would say yes, in the back of the, mi- of the mind, but 
I was so just like so lost in the Lord just mm-hmm. so because you go without him for so long mm-hmm. and you've tried to look at so many fill the void in so many other ways that when you find him it's like where have you been all my life <laughs> yes. and you just, you just yeah. want to be with him and mm-hmm. I would literally have like dates with the Lord like mm-hmm. I'm like I got nothing on the calendar it's just me and God tonight mm-hmm. and just put on worship music and just get lost in the secret place and and find intimacy with yes. with him yes. um, outside of a Sunday morning, outside mm-hmm. of, like, there's so much power once you find intimacy with the Lord with yourself. Like, you're so stewarding. Good. I'm able to find tap into his presence wherever I'm at. Yes. Once you mm-hmm. find that, that's that's such a key to, you know, finding everything yes. and, and mm-hmm. finding fulfillment. And, and so to answer well, your question. Let's pause this for a okay, second okay. because what you said was so good is that a lot of people don't take that time to really date themselves with yes. the Lord. Yeah. So, you know, you're moving on from one thing to the next and you don't really even know who you are yes. to prepare for that next mm-hmm. person. And yeah. so that season was probably so precious to you and oh, so fleeting that you didn't, maybe mm-hmm. in the moment it felt like, am I ever going to find my spouse, even though you were enjoying it? Mm-hmm. But having the perspective that that is a unique season between yes. you and God, mm-hmm. that even now as a young married wife, that you probably don't have as much time for. Yeah, yeah. So no. think about that season and how Absolutely. if someone's listening and they're in that season of singleness, mm-hmm. um, how special that time is. Yeah, it's such a joy. It's a season that can have such a joy that is unique to just when it's just you and the Lord, where there's not the spouse involved, there's not the kids involved. It's such an opportunity to find a whole other side to the Lord and and find yourself ultimately, because you're healing from past wounds, you're Mm -hmm. healing from trauma, you're healing from, you know, whatever the world maybe put on you. And so, um, so I found such this joy and this peace with the Lord in that season that so I was kind of just only focused on the Lord I didn't even have an interest actually I like really feel like the Lord removed that yeah. from me um because prior to you know coming to the Lord I was so like relationship driven yeah. like that was you know I right. was always yeah. dating someone yes. and so this was the first time in my life that I wasn't and so I feel like he removed that interest where I was only just in love with the Lord yeah I love that taking like mm-hmm. a pause and yeah. saying you know I'm gonna work on me yes. I'm gonna allow the Lord to heal me because we're so conditioned to jump from one relationship to yeah the mm-hmm. and even in a season Too of singleness mm-hmm. like that that aspect of being alone scares some people like Absolutely. just being alone and, and really developing who you are yeah. as a person can can really frighten people and yeah. so you know really leaning into that season not being afraid to to be alone yes to not having to have people surround you yeah. all the time and clutter There's and nothing on the calendar yeah. nothing to do no just one to talk to and, it's just yeah. me and the lord and it was that it you know it kind of he t- kind of takes you into the wilderness but it's like in the wilderness where that firm foundation is built yeah. and that's mm-hmm. why that season of singleness is so important because it builds your foundation for honestly the rest of your life yes, with the Lord. Like what I built in that season has set me up for success going into my marriage and you know w- one day when I have children um if I didn't find the Lord in that space then it, it would have been sinking sand, you know, yes. like the Bible says. And so. he completely healed you. And now, yeah. you know, when Matt did come into your life, you were able to move forward together in wholeness. Yeah. Yes. And not as two broken people yeah. coming mm-hmm. together to try to make one person I yeah mean, come on we do that a lot yeah you know, once right I have right that person then I'll uh, be healed or then mm-hmm. uh, you know no it's yeah. you becoming who God's called you to yeah. be and then moving into that yeah and so exactly. um, so I'm gonna pause your story we want to yeah. come back to the love story but I want to yeah. ask Christy because Christy you're in a season right now 
of singleness yes. again. But your yeah. your journey's a little bit different mm-hmm. because you were married. I was, yeah. And then I came to know the Lord mm-hmm. after that. Yes. And uh, you know, and now you're in a season of singleness. Mm-hmm. And so talk to us a little bit about that. And so I feel like that was such a pivotal moment in my life because I was walking through divorce and I was feeling so alone and broken and I didn't know what way to turn. And I got saved in that time period. And like you, Courtney, it was everything in my life just got turned off around me. And Mm -hmm. I would just listen to podcasts. I would listen to this podcast and I would read the word and put on worship music. And through that process, I allowed God to develop my character. Mm -hmm. There were things I had to release in singleness that I was looking at it like, shameful and I have a failed marriage and that how am I going to do this life without a man and Mm -hmm. I was also putting my worth in someone else instead of the Lord who loves me who wanted to heal my heart who wanted to restore my life who wanted to develop me so that I could add value to my own life to my children's life to my future husband Mm -hmm. you know and that only comes from stewarding our time with the Lord being in the word learning you know these cliche scriptures like the Proverbs 31 woman Mm -hmm. and you know really diving into Ruth learning how to steward our life while we're single like getting to work but what does that mean and I had to let God reveal that to me and for me that meant a lot of things Mm -hmm. that I had to be pulled out of reshaped and remolded to embrace joy that comes from being single because God wants to use this season right you know and we have to filter it through the word filter it through who he says we are even when we're single Mm -hmm. because that doesn't define us right Right. God wants to celebrate this season yes Yes. and I love your story because you know you have Two babies. How old were you when you were going through? How old were the kids when you were going through a divorce? They were little. Um, the official like divorce started when Isaiah was nine months and Tavy just turned two. Wow. So two babies. Two babies, but really and, like newborn and completely almost. alone. Completely alone. Um, completely abandoned. Yes, completely abandoned. Uh, left to fend for yourself. Uh huh. So your natural instinct would probably be, I need to wait for my knight in shining army armor to come and save me. Mm. It was like just waiting for. The I was man even to- praying for God to bring my. Husband husband back who had blocked me and was gone and then I would be like who how am I going to find another man I need a knight in shining armor I need someone to save me but really I just need a Jesus Jesus. to save me he was my knight in shining armor and he restored my faith little by little I saw tiny miracle don't discredit the tiny miracles when you're in seasons like that so I just saw these small little moves that I knew were divine and could only be from God and he just restored my life and he was like I'm gonna pull you out of debt you know little by little he taught me how to steward my finances he taught me how to keep going to work and show up with a smile on my face he taught me by giving and not just not just giving financially, giving joy, I would receive joy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's a way that we so steward good. every single aspect yes. of our life. Yes. And, you know, I had kids that were watching me mm-hmm. and not only did I want them to be proud of the mother that I was, but I want them to find a woman who is an honorable mm-hmm. woman of God. Mm-hmm. And that means I had to embody that. Right. And yeah. I have to embody that. Yes. You know? I love it's that because you have, I have seen God just restore you like mm-hmm. little by little. And mm-hmm probably going I don't I don't have a lot of memories of you when you first got saved yeah but because I was hiding <laughs> yeah but God just building that I mean you're a business owner yes you're mothering these mm-hmm. two amazing boys yes. you're just killing it in every area of life but Thank what you. I'm hearing yeah going to ministry
ministry school. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing from you is the Lord actually stepped in and became your husband, so he to did. speak. He did. your father. Everything did. that you needed yes. was found in him, and he Everything. taught you how to prosper. And, mm-hmm. and so if you're watching today and you're in a season, maybe you've lost your husband. Maybe you're a widow. Maybe um, you've gone through a divorce. You know, Maybe you're in that season of launching out. Maybe you graduated college and you're like, what's next? I need my husband for my life to start. No. no. The Lord will teach you to prosper in every area. Every. He'll give you counsel. Mm-hmm. He'll teach you how to get out of debt. He'll mm-hmm. teach you how to build a career. Mm-hmm. He'll teach you how to be a single parent. And so so I love that. So you mm-hmm. stewarded your season just by all in. All in. All in. And I didn't leave any areas out of his touch. You know, piece by piece, he was restoring my life. And that just left room for me to trust for him to grow in all the areas. Yes. Cause that meant my physical health too. Right. It wasn't just that my life was in shambles in one area. I needed him to restore me. I needed every area of my flesh to submit to the mm, Lord on, yeah. and so let him rebuild me the way he sees I me and it. not the way that I was viewing myself yeah. through the lens of the world. Complete yeah. overhaul. Yeah, complete so overhaul. Good. Yeah, so, so good. And, <laughs> And I love that. And, you know, and seeing what God has done and is continuing to do through you, the independence, the mm-hmm. confidence mm-hmm. Uh, that you now have. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because you have stewarded yourself well yes. through that Thank season. You. Now, was it hard? Like, were there moments that you were like, yes. I just want to go out with some friends. I just want to go Yeah. And there guy. have been tears. Like, I can't tell you, but I have cried to the Lord. There have been yeah. so many moments where I'm like, I'm lonely. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. Get in the word. Yeah be intentional, more intentional with the time with my kids, but it has been hard. There have been times where you do want to break out of the mold. And you just hit the nail on the head because you said there's moments where you feel lonely, but Uh you have to override that. If you're you're in a season of singleness, uh, there, you have to override that, Mm -hmm. that pool to be around people. I can't stress that enough because, you know, we all want to be around people. We all want to be loved, but there is a season where God wants to do that inner work in us. And and for you to be able to override that and not mm-hmm. give in to the flesh and just be like, hey, hey, you want to go out and get some dinner to any <laughs> yeah. guy that, you know, maybe you yeah. know, came? Because you're beautiful. I'm sure guys and were like lining up. have so. to learn how to discern that because, yeah. and that's only through the work of the spirit yes. that God will tell you, you're waiting for the man of God, not a man. Yes. Not just mm-hmm. any man that knocks right. on your door. Mm-hmm. They're all not the fit for you. That's God right. has someone special in mind. But it is in a due season, yes. and it's in his time. That's right. And yes. if not, if you rush it, it'll just be repeat. Yes, yes. exactly. Of everything that just happened in your yeah. life. Trumpet. And we're not yeah. going back. No, not yeah, going we back. We are only having Let's God's go. best. That is right. <laughs> that is right. I love it. All right, so, so unpause the myth. That we're talking about the myth that once you find that other person, then you will be happy. So, yeah. Courtney, yes. so you were in a season of singleness. And then you're just serving the church. just mm-hmm. and, and that's what stands out about you, Courtney, is you were just serving. You too, Christy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in that season, just like whatever you need done, mm-hmm. I am just here to serve. Yeah. And so you're very generous with your time too, yeah, not only to be alone with the Lord, but to serve the house of God. And this yes. is so important. Yes. Mm-hmm. So vital yes. that where you plug into during this season matters. The people that you're around matters. You know, People will be like, I can't find a man of God. Well, stop hanging out at the bars. <laughs> yeah. you know, most Preach. likely you're not going to find a man of God, you know, yeah. when you're hanging out in places, you know, that like that. If you want to find a man of God, hang out, you know, be serving in church. And we were laughing because we were talking about sometimes in church there's slim pickings. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? You know, but, but God did it. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? So tell us a story of how... 
That's he so did. good. Yeah, well, it's actually biblical. I can't remember where it says, but a, a, a single woman is to spend her time serving the Lord so and, and serving the house of God. And that I just went all in. Because, again, it's like when you go from uh, searching for so long, your whole life, for that void that only mm. the Lord can fill, once you find it, you're just like, all to you I owe. Everything I have is yours, Lord. How can I serve you? How can I, you know, wait on you? How can I just be a vessel yeah. and mm-hmm. and just have that humility of just, I just don't, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what I have to do, mm-hmm. but God saved me when I should have been dead. I, he healed oh. me. He restored me. So I'm just going all in on mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. it, it comes out of love yeah. too. Cause you're just so lost in love with him. Cause you yeah. built relationship. You built intimacy with him in those quiet spaces with putting the worship on, with prayer, you know, going into those, you're letting him into those deep parts of you that you haven't let in yes. yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's easy. Yeah. It's e- It's like, I feel like that was the least I could do, right. mm-hmm. you know? And so I just went all in on just, yes, yeah, sir. I feel like I was just always at the church and yeah. just, that's what I love to do. That's what made me feel so fulfilled and so alive and and passionate and and uh, God started to bring like other Christians around yes, you and yeah. I, you know that is so important too because if you try to walk into this new season and become the person that 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 God wants you to become as you're searching for your spouse um part of that is putting the right people around yes. you that are not pulling you back into yeah, that old lifestyle that's, right, that's what yeah. you did God began to create a network around yeah. your Christian friends and yeah. family yeah because when I came to know the Lord I I removed everyone from my life mm-hmm. I like hard boundaries split off every friend group the guy that I was dating broke up with him like I had I had no one like delete his number out of your phone that's a word for somebody you need to go through and delete (laughs) delete block (laughs) unfollow all of the things and it's so crazy too like just a like quick testimony of that like I was dating this guy and we were with each other for a while and, and things were going well he was a great guy and I wasn't even living for the Lord but man when you look back and see the hand of God on your life I had this gut feeling, which we obviously know is the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. that I was like, I just need to break up with him. I need to leave leave this entire friend group. I got to start over and I just got to go back to church. Mm -hmm. I just, there's no, it was unexplainable. It just kind of happened. Wow. And And I was it's like your mom's prayers. It is. Yeah. I was just about to say that I grew up in the church, but I, I ran from it as a Mm -hmm. young adult, you know? And, uh, and so it had no rhyme or reason other than my mother and my parents' mm-hmm. prayers. powerful. Was so it just okay. came out of random. But, um, wow. Well, that's an encouragement to even though. someone listening. Yeah. Maybe they're mm-hmm. like, hey, I've been married for 50 years or whatever. Well, keep praying for your kids. Yes. yes. God's sovereignty. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Parents. I am the product of praying parents. Like, yes. do not give up on praying for your kids mm-hmm. no matter what it looks like. Man, there were some times that they were probably like, what are you doing, God? <laughs> like, I was looking the opposite of what the prayer looked like. Yeah. But he is so faithful to listen to those prayers. And, so and it'll be better than you even could have imagined. Yeah. So so yeah. you were serving at church yeah. on the VIP team? Yep. Like, that's the, the team at our church that, that greets people as yeah. they're coming through the doors at Champion. Mm-hmm. And you got a surprise. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, so... Uh, It was Christmas Eve. It was a Christmas Eve service. And so prior to this, just backing up, as I was in my single season for three years, that first like two years, I didn't even, I really wasn't, I was thinking in the back of my mind about my future spouse. But again, I was so just like lost in the Lord. That last year, um, and especially the last like six months of that, I was definitely praying into my future spouse, but Mm -hmm. not in a sense of like, 
idolizing it because you have to be careful of yep. that. Mm-hmm. It was, I felt released from the Lord to start praying for my mm-hmm. future spouse. I just, he told me that it was time. It's so funny when you walk mm-hmm. with the Lord and the, like the Holy Spirit's mm-hmm. doing that work. It's like, all right, let's go, Holy Spirit. Let's find him. Like, yeah. it's like something that you're doing together. <laughs> yeah, now. it's adventurous. It's, like, it's yeah, fun. It yeah, so I felt that release to start praying into that. And so obviously I was. And then, um, so it was Christmas Eve of 2020. And I was serving VIP. We actually didn't even have anyone serving. Like, there were no team serving. It was just like, it's a special service. Like, everyone just come. But I felt the prompting of the Holy mm. Spirit. There's people you need to meet today. And so I just hopped wow. behind the info center. There sure was. Yes. <laughs> and so in comes my future husband and uh, someone, you know, he was, okay, he was wearing a mask. It was COVID. And they were like, you're new here, aren't you? Because it's like a dead giveaway. <laughs> he was like, do I need to wear Whatever. Um, <laughs> side note. Dead giveaway. Yeah. De- it is, though. It is. Like, <laughs> no, you're good. Um, and so they're like, oh, this his first, first time? This was his first time. Okay. Yeah. So um, so mutual friend had been inviting him. Um, and so he came for the first time prior to coming out of the Catholic Church. So this is like totally random for him, totally just out of the blue. He had just experienced some really difficult losses in his life. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, that one guy invited me. I'll go check it out for Christmas Eve. Um, little did he know. He was getting <laughs> a lot more than that. <laughs> and so um, so he came over to the info center and was like, hi, I'm Matt. I'm, suppo- I'm new here. I'm supposed to talk to you. And so cool. Like, this is just crazy. But... When the Holy Spirit is leading you and you're so in tune with just the Lord's mm-hmm. leading, I immediately knew that Matt was my husband. Wow. I It was almost like the Holy Spirit illuminated him. Because there were times, you know, thinking about being single, where what you said, the discernment of like, not mm-hmm. every man is yeah, for no. you. So, you know, when I would get yeah. like date requests or whatever, mm-hmm. like it was, no, I didn't even have to think twice. Like mm-hmm. it was, there was nothing yeah. in me that was like, yeah, maybe. Like, but as soon as I saw Matt, the Holy Spirit illuminated him and my spirit like left. Yeah. Like, wow. I was like, you know, and I and was these, like, and these are beautiful wi- women here. It's not like they're like, uh, you know, can't get a date. <laughs> so I'm just going to like lean Thank into uh, uh, the church. No, like beautiful. Like Courtney had stalkers. Like, was, like you know, I think you both have had stalkers. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, the stalkers. Uh, no stalkers <laughs> You know, uh, but, but so, you know, so it was that moment yeah. where you were like, so ah, I'm noticing him. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. And so I joking. So I, I just didn't, you know, obviously I was like my normal self and just, hi, welcome to Champion. We're so glad you're here. How'd you hear about us? Yada, yada. So found out just a little bit about him. And <laughs> I remember at the time I was like doing the follow up team. So, um, so you got his so number. So I got oh. his number. Oh. Did you I was just out here number? serving the Lord, guys. Okay. The number. <laughs> just fell into my lap <laughs> okay, I, remember, I remember it was like the cards were like delayed because it was the holiday and I remember being like hey I know we met some people at Christmas like do you have those cards She's yet so I'm waiting because I'm like I gotta know his last name I gotta look him up on social media I gotta text him and so anyway to this day our first text that we sent to each other was like hey I'm Courtney uh, welcome to Champion. Just following wow. up. How was your experience? Oh, We're so glad that you're with us. 
um, yeah, we have it saved. And so, so good. And he loved it, and he kept coming back. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> the day that Matt got baptized. Yes. And just knew him sharing about how God had brought him out of, like, his friend group. And I remember him saying, you know, I don't have a lot to do on my social calendar, so I just go to the gym and leave. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's you do. Really, you're like, yeah, yeah you do. That's good. So, yeah. Oh, that yeah. is so exciting. Yeah, that's actually that. interesting you brought up his baptism because – so I was, I, I knew in my spirit when I met him, okay, he's my husband, but also I'm like, this is a stranger. I don't know who you are. This doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. Like, how am I gonna, like, how is this gonna progress? You know? And so we, we became friends. We were going to young adult events, um, at the church. And I remember at his baptism, literally as he was being baptized, the Holy Spirit said like, it's time. Wow. And, um, and, and so we had set up for a coffee date after that. But also um, another thing that I wanted to make mention of is this is just a really cool testimony. So in my season of singleness, again, you find you just so you're so in love with the Lord when you mm -hmm. steward it right. Yeah. And I remember knowing that Matt was my husband, excited for this, like our dates confirmed it, you know. Um, I think it was at a chick church and the next day was like, gonna be like officially like I'm going to check out his house it's our future like that was gonna be my future house it's where we live now um it was a big deal yeah and I was like getting nervous about it um not because I had doubt in like Matt being my husband I actually was like grieving leaving the season si the single season mm -hmm. because I was like I don't want to mess this up God mm -hmm. like I'm yeah. so in love with you so just like content fulfilled joyful in this season with you that I don't ever want to like misstep I don't want anyone to take that away um I was I like I'll be that. single forever Lord well, like, I, like, I love that contentment <laughs> yeah that you find in your relationship yes, yeah. you're so content that you're like hey if yeah. it's just me and you like we're yeah. good you know? and I feel like it's when you get to that point is when he'll release you yeah. mm -hmm. and so, so I remember going up to the altar at Chick Church and I actually didn't even go up for like anything about Matt and I it was about like forgiveness or something bitterness in your heart whatever and um and I had this crazy encounter and um and this woman actually came up to me and prophetically spoke over me and immediately like I knew it was the power of God and and this was like weird too because like you were like somewhere else over there and like normally we don't let other people like yeah. come up but like it was it was a strong woman of God and she came up she grabbed my hand and she spoke to me in first person wow. as if God was speaking directly to mm -hmm. me and he said, there's a closeness to me that you found in the waiting that so many people miss. But you found me. I love you. I'm so proud of you. And I will go with you into this next season. Oh, wow. my goodness. That is so powerful. So, like, even in the transition, God was there. Yes. God knew my heart needed that release mm -hmm. of, like, it's okay. I'm not going anywhere. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to go yeah. with you into this next season in a more mm -hmm. beautiful way. But, like, I find – because I was just, like, I don't want to, like, you know, disappoint you, God, or whatever. Like, such a weird thing to yeah. think. But, like, he knew my heart needed that release yes, of, that like, no, so I love powerful. you. You did it right. Like, I'm releasing you. So good. So, like, be encouraged by that. Mm -hmm. Like, God, if you if you steward this season right, it's going to be the best season that you could even, you know, even imagine. Mm -hmm. And it will set you up for success. It builds the foundation for the rest of your life and then he'll he'll bring strangers into your life yeah. you never know oh, how right. you'll meet your spouse like yes. you know when I was like oh there's no one in the church like where's this where's my spouse gonna come from like 
He literally brought two strangers together at the Mm -hmm. perfect time, at the perfect place, in God's timing. So you just trust. So good. I love that, Courtney. It's so encouraging to those who are listening. And so be encouraged that God has got your person. That's right. Uh, He's working behind the scenes. And and so, so, so good. And, And, you know, maybe you're like, hey, I'm not single. I'm married. And I feel like things aren't going so well. God's working it all out, too. Mm -hmm. Pray for your spouse. Continue to become Mm -hmm. the person that God is calling you to become. You don't have to be single to devote yourself to a season of aloneness. You can be married and be lonely. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, turn your your loneliness into aloneness with God and Mm -hmm. say, you know what? I might feel lonely in my marriage right now, but I'm going to lean into the Lord. I'm going to continue to allow the Holy Spirit to work on me. I'm going to continue to pray for my spouse. And so, you know, listen to this and be encouraged that there's hope that God yes. is working it all out. He's in the restoration business. <clears throat> yes, He's sovereignly yeah. writing your love story or rewriting your love story. Mm-hmm. So talking about rewriting a love story, mm-hmm. Christy, you're in that season of singleness right mm-hmm. now. And, uh, you know, one of the myths that mm-hmm. we're going to expose today is that God has the perfect person, not for you, like just a perfect person. Mm-hmm. And so in your season of single singleness and having been married before, mm-hmm. What advice would you give or do you apply to making a list before God, knowing that a perfect person doesn't Mm -hmm. exist? Because I think a lot of times when God maybe is trying to bring someone into our Mm -hmm. lives, we say, well, you know, yeah, he's a man of God, but did you Mm -hmm. see like Mm -hmm. his teeth? Or do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Yes, you're absolutely right. We we do that. We hold um, this image of that person up in our mind. And if we're not careful who God wants to bring into our lives might not meet the image or mm-hmm. the idol that we've created. Mm-hmm. And then so we dismiss them. So what advice would you give? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if this is on your radar of, of kind, but it should be. It is. If you want to be desiring to be married and making a list of the things that are important to you. And so mm-hmm. I actually started that process a long time ago mm-hmm. where I would write down qualities that I would um, like to see yeah. in the man that I marry and not just what their looks are, right? But like their actual nature because God teaches us his nature and, and that's the type of love I want, yes. right? And so I also had to look at myself though and write down the list like, what value do I have? What qualities do I have? That's and so, so good. through the that's process great. over the last few years, I look at the list and I'm like, God, reveal to me the areas I need to grow, that so what value I need to bring for my future husband. Because yes, the perfect person does not exist, but I can't have a standard of qualities that are godly qualities yes. that I want to see right. in that man. And I review them and I look at them. And there have been times over the years I crack up, like when my list first started, yeah. when I wasn't fully a woman of God, yeah. like I was just starting the process. And Six, I'm like, three, yeah, like hot, hot, <laughs> dark hair. I'm like, I'm going to erase that for now. It's fine. Put a question mark. Yeah. Like, like so God, funny. if you, I know you want to give me the desires of my heart, yeah, but that's still there. <laughs> Yeah, but like it doesn't have to be number one anymore. Not a deal breaker. Yeah, because so often we we want that person with those Mm -hmm. attributes, but when we look in the mirror, we're like, Mm. I am way far from that. And so I love what you said about taking that list and then becoming that Mm -hmm. because we attract like spirits. Yes, we do. Some of us, we're like, why do I keep attracting these jerks? Well, there might be something broken in you that is still attracting that kind of person. So, mm-hmm. um, so really devoting your time to saying, God, how can I grow and become this? Yes. So, so what's on your list? 
What's on my list? Yes. Um, well, you know, I guess just I in case. To God. So, you know, write it down if you do qualify. We're taking applications yes. okay. for if you have so, a mad future bow. So you're like, hey, yeah, I know. if you. Not a bozo. We no, want no, a bozo. A bozo. Yeah. Bozo tendencies. And that's exactly right. I want someone oh, who awesome. is a protector. Yeah. Mm. a provider who yeah. is loyal who wants to love and honor me because I do have a desire to submit to love and honor my husband this is so, so good. good let's pause here for a second yes. because you came out of a marriage yes where those things were Toxic. not happening no and I feel like so many times as Christian women we're like oh I have to submit to my husband or mm-hmm. um you know why is he so protective or he's so controlling and mm. and I love this perspective because a lot of times we don't know what we have or what is beneficial to us until it's not there and you're coming from the opposite side Mm -hmm. of I was in a marriage that was Mm -hmm. not like that not at all and so speak to that for a second why those things are important to you because God told me that those things are important so the thought of a submissive wife rewind you know when I was married absolutely not but I also wasn't being protected or loved on so I couldn't Mm -hmm. understand it it was through the work of the spirit and I constantly talk about the work of the spirit because that is where we learn and grow into who we're supposed to be but what was the what was the thing? Uh, so we were talking totally about not having that not having that not having things that are on your list and why they're submit to the Lord because he is your protector. He is your provider. And learning that I am a woman and as a woman, I don't like carrying my whole household, which I do right now. It's heavy. It's not a weight that I was created to carry. Can I do it because of the Lord? Yes, I can. He gives me a grace for this season. Mm -hmm. But Understanding that submission is love. Yes. It's actually protection. Yes. And it is a way that a man can provide for you and care for his woman and allow his masculinity to come out and do its part, yeah. which I see now as like super attractive. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I want to play the role of the woman right. and not the provider and leader of my home. Yes. I love I that. I want to make you so dinner. That <laughs> that is I want to so fold your laundry. Good. Yes. And I feel like that's such a lie. That's a myth in mm-hmm. and of itself. Yeah. That women fall into like I am woman hear me roar yes, like yeah. I, I just because you can the Bible Paul says not just because it's permissible doesn't mean it's beneficial right mm-hmm. what's mean which means just because you can doesn't mean that's God's best for it's you not, yeah. and um you know God's grace is surely there mm-hmm. you're in a situation you never asked to be in nope. mm-hmm. um you didn't want this to be the story uh, mm-hmm. where you're at right now but lo and behold this is where you're at and God's grace is sufficient mm-hmm. yeah. and he's making everything beautiful Again, but I love that because uh, women aren't created. It's okay to say that too. We're not created to carry the weight of the things that the husband uh, carries. Mm -hmm. And men aren't created to fill the role that we bring to the table as a woman. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that, you actually embrace the the roles and how God created you to operate in unity together. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that is such a lie that, you know, I... I'm going to rule the household. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it all on. You weren't created to carry that weight. It will mm-hmm. actually start to break you yes. if you're not careful. If you walk outside of the season that maybe you're in, that you have to do that for your family. And mm-hmm. so so I love hearing your perspective, Christy, yeah. so to just debunk any lies that the enemy tries to put in women's heads or to paint a picture, like, just divorce that man. You don't need mm-hmm. him. You'll be fine by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what a lie. 
it's yeah, not easy life. to go or be divorced. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not a path that we should want to quickly embrace. Like if there's an abuse or infidelity, like that's one thing. But, you know, it's not something that we should just so easily be like, I'll just get divorced. Like, I don't oh, need yeah. it. I don't need no man. Like, no, like it's hard. It's hard. I am not an advocate for divorce. I had a very unique story where my spouse left and there yeah. was infidelity. But no matter what I could control, I couldn't keep our marriage together. Yeah. So that was out of my hands. And that was where I had to surrender that to the Lord. Yeah. I got saved and I said, God, you got to take this over. But there's a release as a woman that you can release and submit to your husband yeah. that will actually restore you That's so that you good. can run your race the yeah. way God desired you to run it. Yes, so that good. is so good. In a space great of grace yes. that God yeah. has called you to. Mm -hmm. So so I love the list. So you're making the list. He's got to be a man of God. He does have to be a man of God. Is there something fun on the list? Um, I definitely, I don't know, fun. I feel like I want someone that's like athletic and adventurous or that wants mm -hmm. to travel, like yeah. that wants to live. Like life is not meant to be boring, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so I want a counterpart that I want a spouse that's like, let's live life. Yeah, so, so good. good. Do you have a pet peeve that you're like, you know what, God, this would be a deal breaker. Like, I deal don't. breaker. I don't know. I'm sure I do. I guess I haven't really, I guess I need to write another list. <laughs> Maybe you, you put don't the have teeth to get that on there. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's good. Do you have a pet peeve for me? Uh, like that I had a deal breaker on? Like or when just I was like, at, or just in what? general. This is just a pet peeve. And does Matt have I don't, a pet peeve? I don't like when people interrupt. Yeah. But Matt doesn't do that. Like I'm just saying in general, that's the pet peeve. Yeah, a pet peeve. Like when people interrupt or like talk over people. So, so good. Yeah. Oh, so, so fun. <laughs> well, you had a great myth. Yeah, uh, that you wanted to bring up that I thought was great as a newlywed, yeah. uh, someone who is just, you guys are just under two years? Yes, under it'll two be years two years in October. Marriage. Yeah. What is, before we get into your myth, what is the greatest lesson that you've learned in these two years? That marriage so beautifully represents our relationship with the Lord. And the more that I've walked it out, the more I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so similar. Yeah. Which is literally yeah. biblical. God could have chose anything to use to communicate his relationship with us in the church and he chose marriage. Yeah. So if you got if you wonder wow. if marriage is important to God, mm -hmm. that's what he chose, that we're the bride and Jesus is the bridegroom. Yeah. And the more that I've walked it out in marriage, obviously I'm new to the scene, you know, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um but I'm like Again, it goes back to like why the season of singleness is so important because the principles that I learned with the Lord of like mm -hmm. submitting, releasing mm -hmm. control, trusting when I'm That's not good. seeing what I want to see, you know, love. And um, those are all things that you walk out with the Lord, but you walk that right out with your yeah. spouse too. Right. And, and also, you know, even just him being head over the home. Yeah. It's the same way of I'm submitting to the Lord. So I'm submitting to my husband as, mm -hmm. as head over, over the home. That's so okay. I think the biggest thing for me, and there's a bunch of other things, you know, um, but I would say just how beautifully it, it mirrors our relationship with yes. the Lord. Mm -hmm. So, so good. And yeah. I don't know how people do it without No, I have no idea how you know? they do it without. I don't like, know how it even means anything to Exactly. Actually, that's a fun, funny point because yeah. have you ever attended a wedding that, like, doesn't have any spiritual involvement yes. like mm -hmm. no god i was like i feel like we just like played dress up right wow. like it's so <laughs> so odd but yeah. it's like i mean marriage was created by god and for mm -hmm. god and okay. so taking him out of it it's not 
It's a counterfeit. It is. And it Holy is. Spirit oh, is so great. good, like, at helping us in our marriage. Like, yes. it's not like it's, like, the like, Holy Spirit, uh, uh, the role of a mediator. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, you the need role it. In, in a marriage. Like, yes. I don't know about you, but there's been times that I feel like Holy Spirit is, like, mine. And, like, he's on my side. I got something good uh, going with yeah. him. He listens to my prayers. Yeah, like, I'm, I know I'm your favorite Holy Spirit. So if we could deal with this, that would be great. Like, yeah. is, is it just me or do you so all ever funny. feel like yes. that? You yeah. Know, yeah. Like, you know? But, but what a great going. mediator. And obviously what usually happens is Holy Spirit is like, no, we're going to be Yes. But so, so good. Yeah. And so let's talk about a myth that, okay. that you said, hey, this is a myth I want to bust. Yes. Yeah. So I, I have two and they're controversial. I said I might get canceled for this. So if I'm not invited back on, no, yeah, I will not cancel. Will know. Um, okay, so they're very popular in the world. They're very popular phrases. The first would be happy wife, happy life. Mm. I don't like it. No. Mm-mm. Why okay? don't you like it? Here's why, why I don't like it. And I know we've all like seen it. We say it casually. But it's all about like the woman ruling the home. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I want to give you a secondary, you know, verbiage. Think of it this way. Happy spouse, happy house. Yes. So good. Okay? So it's not just the wife rolling and reigning over the home, whether mm-hmm. it's a good day, a bad day, emotions, whether she gets what she wants, if it's the time of the month. Like, if if mom or wife is happy, then the home's going to be happy, you know, or the life's going to be happy. No, it's about both serving mm-hmm. both spouses to create love and happiness within the home. That's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, because yeah, the heart of that is saying, look, like I can control, I could be moody yeah. today. If I'm mad mm-hmm. at you, yeah. like you're all going to pay for it. And like, you're all going to have good life. Yes, and, and that's, <laughs> that's manipulation. Yes. And we're going to get into manipulation yeah. with your next myth too. But, mm-hmm. but having the understanding that it's not just about me is yes. the wife, like yes. just controlling through being moody. And to the point, like even seasons or months of, of uh, days of the month that you feel extra moody like you're in submission to the spirit you yeah. don't have to make everyone pay because mm-hmm. right it's your time of month mm-hmm. like you can be in submission to the spirit and operate yeah. in the fruits of the spirit yeah um, and you just so, give some forewarnings yeah just like just like, letting you know yeah heads <laughs> up heads up deal with me gently yeah. but <laughs> yeah. yes, so. no i love that and you know and it's really about serving that other person yes. and saying you know what this household the the whole desire of a, a Christian home isn't so that one person can get their way all the time yeah. or that one person can be happy. It's that you can dwell together yes. in unity and peace. And when yeah. people walk into your home, they can feel, have you ever walked into someone's house and you could feel like you could touch, like cut the stripe yeah. with a knife? Yes. You're like, hey, yeah. you're from Bible study. Hey, you're good. Like, you know, where you just throw dishes at each other. Yeah, right. Like, ago, you know? uh, uh, but God wants our homes to be a place and an atmosphere yes. of peace. Yeah. And, and, and so really, I love what you said. It's not all about one person it's about mm-hmm. serving one another yeah. and mm-hmm. the myth that it's all about the woman is mm-hmm. not true the bible mm-hmm. tells us like you said i think you referred to it as we were talking yeah. like we don't want to be a nagging wife like a constant mm-hmm. yes. grip yeah um, you know mm-hmm. just nag 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 yeah. nag until i get my way yeah uh, no we want to be givers we want yeah. to serve it actually says after that verse that it's better to sleep in the desert or like yeah. i think it says in one verse it's better to like sleep on the in the desert or in the corner of the roof, roof. Yes. it says it twice like mm-hmm. two different verses where it's like just you gotta get away yeah <laughs> but that's you know so if there's any warning of like you know women being nagging or yeah. even like you said in genesis like the woman wants to reign yes, over, I have over that the, the husband let's go into the second myth yeah because that's kind of like mixing in what's the second myth yeah okay so the second myth is the world would love to say that the man the husband is the head of the home but the woman is the neck 
And I got to ask you, where does it say that in the Bible? Come on. <laughs> because it doesn't. It actually says that a worthy wife is a crown for her husband's head. And so what does that phrase say? It's talking about manipulation, yeah. really. Mm -hmm. But I think that was birthed out of a woman that loved control. And she mm -hmm. was like, ooh, that like sounds good and yeah. it makes sense. So I'm going to just like create that mm -hmm. verbiage. But it's so wrong. It is completely wrong and yeah. contrary to scripture. And actually, uh, the scripture that you were talking about is in Genesis uh, 3.15. And, and it says this, and I will put en en enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. And he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Um, and so he's talking about here, part of the curse that came was the enmity between the man and the woman. That before they operated in unity, mm -hmm. um, that they were doing everything together. Um, that she... Uh, actually convinced him through a servant to take an apple. That's a whole other podcasting conversation <laughs> yeah. in and of itself. But it says part of the fall will be that there'll be that, and I can't say the enmity between the two of you. You'll disagree. There'll be disagreements. And one will want to do one thing and the other will want to do another. And her desire will be to rule over you, mm -hmm. but you are actually put in a position to rule over her. Yes. And so with that um, is part of the curse. So that yeah. means that mm -hmm. now through Jesus Christ, we can walk in freedom from that, like that yes. stiff-necked, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And you can see the world is still operating in that. They're yeah. still operating in For that, sure, like, yeah. I am woman, hear me oh, roar, yeah. Um, kind of thing. But but really, God has called us to a place of that submission mm -hmm. to our husbands so that, that now we are saying, you know what, I am giving complete authority to you as the priest of the home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And out of that, your love and your care for me, I can trust that you are going to lead and guide us. Now, but that yeah. doesn't mean I get so much crap for this verse in Ephesians, you know, about <laughs> wives submitting to their husbands yeah. and uh, is under the Lord. But that doesn't mean that in our home, people are like, what does that look like in your home? Do you walk around with your head covered and like no makeup and just <laughs> yes or no sir, you know? No, what it means is there's a mutual submission that we have for one another, a mutual honor. Mm -hmm. Yes. But at the end of the day, Back to Christy's conversation, I was not called to be responsible mm -hmm. like he's called to be responsible. I'm not held accountable to being the priest of my home. Mm -hmm. That means one day my husband will give an account for how he stewarded me, yeah. my giftings, my callings, our children. Mm -hmm. And so when I understand that, that's not something that I want to operate in. That, that's not a weight that I want to bear. Come right. on, you know, yeah. as yeah. women, Come on. sometimes we're like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Like, just tell me what to do. And we want that covering over us and yes. protection. And so that doesn't mean that he's just like, this is how we're going to do it. Go make me a sandwich woman. Right. Like, I'm yes. going to roll. No, it's, hey, what do you think about this? There's a yeah. mutual mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah. Like, I might say, hey, I feel like the Holy Spirit's leading us this way and he'll say well let's pray about that together right. and so so it's a beautiful thing that when he loves me and is willing to lay his life down for me it's the ultimate place of humility not in a place of I am man and you have to follow me not a prideful mm -hmm. aggressive mm -hmm. uh, masculine role that he is now uh, putting in authority over me mm -hmm. he's actually becoming dead to himself that mm -hmm. that actually me and the children can then fulfill the calling and the purposes of God. But there's that protection and that mutual submission. But to your point, a lot of times as women, we like to manipulate yeah. because of the fall. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I think women, you know, let's celebrate our gifts in the sense that yes. like we're great problem solvers. And mm -hmm. I feel like it, 
this is where we have to like guard it mm -hmm. uh, because it's so easy for us to be like, oh, well, here's the problem. Here's the solution. Or like, I would do it this way. Like we're quick and efficient. Like yes. we're on the go. Like God created us that way with those unique gifts, but stewarded under the covering, mm -hmm. you know? Well, and I feel like the key of that is honor. Yes. So yes. you have yeah. to keep your husband in the place of honor mm -hmm. because to your point, we're called to complete them. Mm -hmm. Like just like they're called to do certain things, mm -hmm. like I'm called to do certain things. And I can't look we're at helpers. it like, you can't, I do it, I need yes. to lead. Yeah. It's, no, you're leading, I'm coming alongside and helping you yeah. lead our family because, you know, women, like, to your point, like, we can do a million things at one time. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. we can Super make dinner, test. change a baby, you know, Crazy. we can do all mm -hmm. of yeah. the things. And and men aren't built like that, mm -hmm. and that's okay. But yeah. we have to be careful that because we can do all of those things, yes. we don't say, you're stupid, you're dumb, you don't mm -hmm. do anything, yeah. blah, 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 and we start to take control. No, we steward our hearts in a place of honor still for yes. that man of God. Yeah. Uh, that God has given us in our lives. You might say, I don't have a man of God. Well, the Bible says that as you serve him like that, yes. it'll actually win him over to yes. the Lord. Mm -hmm. that, that when the gentleness and the kindness of the Lord is shining through you, through your humility, uh, mm -hmm. he will actually be attracted. We actually have a testimony of someone at the church that mm -hmm. when she got saved, she was kind of like, I'm ruling the household. And when she got saved, her uh, ability to start to honor her husband actually drew him to the house yeah, of God mm -hmm. and he got saved. And, and yes. it's just a beautiful story. Yeah. But but being able to honor our husbands, even though we can do all the things. Yeah. Yes. You know, we're the planners. We're cooking dinner. Mm -hmm. We're doing all the things. But not to lose that esteem and honor for him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was a challenge I first saw. So as a newlywed, because you're going from, you know, doing it all on by yourself, you know, and so you're quick and efficient, you're problem solving, you're just like running your thing. And then coming into, uh, you know, the two becoming one, and now you're honoring your husband to lead, I had to learn how to submit that. Mm -hmm. And so now I, I look for opportunity to submit to my husband, I look for opportunity to release control. And I would say this, uh, because I think this is an area that a lot of women struggle in is um, start with the small things. Mm -hmm. So even like, okay, um, it, when he's driving, I'm not telling him. I'm trying not to tell him what to do. <laughs> why aren't you stopping? Like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you going this way? Whatever. <laughs> like little things like that. Or like, why didn't you do it this way? Like whatever. And, and you know, I, I miss it sometimes. We're not all perfect, but um, the grace of God. But I look for little things to release control so that when the bigger things come, it's it's easier for That's me, so good. you know, and God, to your point, God always honors whenever, or, you know, shows up when we honor the structure he's already yeah. built. Mm -hmm. That's so good. You know, I and that. I think for me, some, a revelation that I had was how God operates through shepherds and flocks, mm -hmm. right? You know, he is our ultimate shepherd. We're his flock, but then he operates through different little mini shepherds and flocks and your husband is your shepherd yes. you're part of his flock you and your children or just you whatever it is and whether he's serving god or not like if he's not you know in his word or whatever i think women get uh, annoyed with that it even if he isn't he is still shepherd over mm -hmm. you That's and right. if you honor that position mm -hmm you'll see that God's going to start using him more yeah. as the, the yes. head of the home. Like he'll say those one-liners where you're like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, I get it. You know, it's like that like rebuke, but like, or conviction and they don't even realize it, especially if they're not like 
fully living for the Lord, but God will use the structure he's already I love it. It's such a good principle. Such a good principle. And I love what you said about starting with the little things. Yeah. And it's easy, you know. I remember an example of driving. You know, my, we, we were on vacation and my husband was flying in later because he had to preach. And so mm-hmm. I've been driving like all week, like yeah. killing it. Like never And he shows up and he doesn't like for me to drive. He just likes to drive. And yeah. it's probably better because he's not so suppressed. And when I'm driving, he's like, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> you know? and, and so, um, so he got in the driver's seat and like five minutes we were lost. And mm. I was like, okay, Lord, like, I'm just going to do it. But no, it would have been easy to be like, you know, let me drive like five minutes. And you, But what we're doing is we're tearing down their masculinity. And yes. every man has a need to be respected. respected. And every woman has a need to be loved. Yeah. And yes. so when we start to demasculate them by saying, you know, you're not, you. why are you doing this this way? Or, you know, you're not enough. Or why aren't you in your Bible? You're not a man of God. Why do yeah. you think that I should listen to you? Right. We're taking that respect away. And therefore, they're withdrawing their love yep. from us. And it, and it just becomes yeah. a bad cycle. Exactly. And so when you're able, to your point, still so honor, mm-hmm. still respect and honor him, even if he's not the man of God that you know he will one day mm-hmm. be, start speaking into that. Yeah. Start prophetically declaring that over him like you are such an amazing Mm -hmm. leader i love you you're a great husband thank you for providing for us Mm -hmm. thank you for the food on the table thanks for taking us to church today when you start to do that you're sowing respect into him and then you're going to reap love so good yeah i actually think that when a woman releases honor into her husband like that it actually heals her heart to release her own resentments because women get trapped in that resentment Mm -hmm. when they're in that exact situation where they don't want to release honor Mm -hmm. but by showing your husband the gratitude by honoring him by putting him back in that position back into that role Mm -hmm. you actually heal your own heart those resentments that you Mm -hmm. hold on to it Mm -hmm. it, there's a shift in your heart through that i love Mm -hmm. that honor releases different uh blessings and one of it is like the healing Mm -hmm. that it that comes upon us the grace Mm -hmm. uh, to walk in that healing that's so powerful Mm -hmm. christy so good well this has been so fun so good conversation any tips that you want to throw out there one-liners for the audiences that are listening today one-liner does it have to be a one-liner no it could be a paragraph <laughs> go for it Sarah. okay i just won't interrupt you okay i'm okay. like ever since you said that i'm like don't interrupt her oh my god don't interrupt her. <laughs> don't Pastor, you can interrupt me anytime <laughs> it's fine <laughs> um this is what i would say and this isn't a one-liner but this was something that i was praying this morning about you know just today and just you know lord let my words be your words. Mm-hmm. And he put this on my heart. And so I had uh, this past Monday, we do a Monday night prayer, me and my husband at the church as our champion mm-hmm. group. And you haven't and stopped serving the house of God. Let me no. just say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. She wasn't Keep like, oh, we're newlyweds. Like we just, oh, yeah. We now we get to do it together. Yes, yes it. And it's beautiful. But so we were at Monday night prayer. And, uh, and there was just such an atmosphere of crying out to the Lord. And, uh, and it was just a moment of silence and you could hear weeping. I mean, myself included. And I was going to the Lord about something about, you know, something my husband and I are believing for, for quite some time. And I was like, God, why are we not seeing breakthrough in this area? And so clearly I heard in my spirit, keep knocking. Mm-hmm. And um, shoot, I wish I had my phone or wrote it down to read the scripture. Uh, I think it's in Luke 5. 
But um, I wanted to speak into that for marriages. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. are praying for your spouse and you feel like you've been doing all the right things, you've been sowing love, you're sowing honor, you're you're doing the, you're praying, you're seeking the Lord, you're doing the marriage counseling, you're doing everything. Because that's what I was saying to the mm-hmm. Lord. I was like, we're doing all the right things. Why are we not seeing it? And he just said so clearly, keep knocking, mm-hmm. ask and you will find, keep mm-hmm. searching. Yeah. So don't give up and don't grow weary in what you're seeing in your marriage if it's mm-hmm. not where where you want it to be or yeah. where you see it in your spirit. Keep pursuing the things of God. Mm-hmm. Keep speaking life. Yeah. What you said, your words are mm-hmm. seed. So keep speaking mm-hmm. life over your marriage and you're going to see God yeah. do the miraculous and it'll be better than you could have ever imagined. So I just felt the need to encourage you guys for anyone that's maybe feeling weary in praying for your marriage or you're in a tough mm-hmm. season. Don't lose hope because no. God is a God of restoration yeah, he and is. healing and mm-hmm. he'll he's still writing the love story mm-hmm. between you and your spouse. And so, so good. So good. Word. Don't lose hope. I love that. Don't give up. Keep mm-hmm. pressing in for your mm-hmm. marriage. It is worth fighting for, fighting the devil for, contending yes. for. Um, you know, and, and I just think about, you know, just the feeling that it's dead. Like a lot of us feel like it's dead. Like there's there's nothing there anymore. Our relationship's dead. No, that you serve a resurrection yes, power. Yes, amen. God. Mm-hmm. And so just believing that resurrection over your love story, yeah. over mm-hmm. your family, over your marriage, don't stop in Jesus' name. Amen. Anything you want to share, Christy, before oh, we close out? I love everything that Courtney shared just there, but I think like recklessly abandoning, when you are in a season of being single, recklessly abandoning your life, for the life that Jesus has for you. Like, just go all in. You have the time right now to go all in. And I feel like it produces joy. All the fruits of the spirit, they start to manifest. Mm -hmm. And you start to live a life that will honor your future husband, that will set you apart. So when you get the opportunity to be with the man of God, you're ready for him. You can add value to his life. And that just comes from submitting, seeking God, getting in the word, being in that secret place, spending time with the Lord and getting up every day and doing the work. That's so good. Yes. Get up and show up. Get up yes. and show up. Put your lipstick on. That's right. Hair, That's right. Uh, continue to become uh, mm-hmm. the person that God has created yes. you to be because you, you're you you're on somebody's list. So you have a responsibility yeah. to I received that. become that. Yes. <laughs> so That's good. right. Yeah. So, so good. <laughs> well, we pray restoration over your families, over your marriage, yes. over your heart today. Maybe mm-hmm. you've been hurt in the past, believing this is a new season for you. Dare to believe God for resurrection power. Mm-hmm. Ask, keep asking, keep knocking uh, for those things to change in your life. Thanks for joining us for Gallant Day yes. Edition. And we'll talk to you soon.